have done every every time, so I feel like I just need to spice it up a little bit. Yeah, otherwise it would get boring. Yeah, and then we'd be and then stuck. What? And then and then what? And the whole this, thing's ruined. This would all be over. <laughs> and then this wouldn't exist anymore. Yeah. So I'm just trying to keep us afloat. That's the thin line that we walk every week. <laughs> no, no episode is guaranteed every week. That's a Taylor Swift lyric. You and I walked a fragile line. From what album? Speak Now, it's from Haunted. Did Can I ask you a really embarrassing question? Yeah. Did Speak Now come out after Fearless or before yes, Fearless? Yes, after Fearless. It was really? debut, Fearless, and Speak Now. Okay, because I thought it was switched. I thought Speak Now came out before no, Fearless. No, 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 I no, had no. no idea. Speak Now was when she started to, like, stray a little bit from the country scene. Oh, and totally. And people were like, oh my god, Taylor's going pop. And then... <laughs> oh no! And then, like, oh, and now no. she has 1989 and all yeah. of her pop albums. Well, it was right after that, and that one was a mm-hmm. little bit still country. Mm-hmm. And then 1989 was, like, her career setting album. Yeah. Because okay. it was... That was when she first worked with Jack Antonoff, too. We're getting right into it this week. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> okay, we'll, int- we'll we'll say hello to, to our besties, to the people before hey, we... Hey, besties. Hey, besties. Welcome back to Let's Talk About It. I'm Emily. I'm Skylar. And before we get started, um, Skylar, I just want to say a big fat thank you to everyone who's followed our TikTok and our Instagram and, like, commented and looked at and, like, liked our videos. Sent us a nice message. Uh, We, like, anyone who's DM'd us, anyone who's commented, like, we try and like and respond to as many comments as possible because we love hearing from you guys. Mm -hmm. And the support and response to our videos has just been like so insane and we really really appreciate it we're yeah, glad we that people it. come and listen after going on tiktok so we appreciate everyone who's doing that and we hope you stick around because we love you guys thanks thanks and we're all best friends now so if yeah. you stop listening then I guess we're not friends it. anymore i guess we're not friends that's really and awkward. As a cancer son, I don't deal with that very well. So <laughs> <laughs> do that at your own risk. Uh, Skylar, tell the people what, what we're here to talk about this week. Um, if you can tell from us <laughs> accidentally already getting right into it, um, this week we're talking about, and the title of the episode, we're talking about oh, yeah. Taylor Swift. Um, she just released her first full re-recorded album. Um, super good. It was Fearless. So we're going to mm-hmm. be talking about that. We're going to be looking at her birth chart because mm-hmm. that's our brand now. <laughs> and people um, were telling us too after we posted Jake Gyllenhaal TikToks. Yeah. And we were like kicking ourselves and we were like, we really should have done that on that episode, but we completely forgot to. Yeah. Because we didn't realize until talking about them that we had two of her exes and then we were like, I wonder how their relationship, yeah. and then we were like, well. It's too late Hindsight's now. great. Yeah. <laughs> Hindsight's great. Um, Yeah. So, Emily. <laughs> yes. You were not as big as a Swifty in no. your in 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 our elementary school years, pretty much. No, it came in waves because I yeah. have I have a Speak Now CD, and I remember mm-hmm. vividly listening to Speak Now songs and doing dramatic, like I would sing them dramatically in my mirror in like right, fourth yeah. and fifth grade or whatever. Um, but I had literally never listened. To to uh fearless 
so, like listening to Taylor's version of Fearless was like literally my first time listening to Fearless mm-hmm. for most of those songs. I knew White Horse, I knew You Belong With Me, I knew Love Story, but I did not know the way I loved you forever and always. I didn't know The Best Day, and I, I didn't know that song, and I listened to that song, it came on when I was driving, and then when I got to where, like, my destination. The fact that you got to your destination... Well, yeah, and I got there, and I, I texted I texted Skylar a picture of, like, tears in my eyes, yeah. and I was like, I didn't know! I didn't know about that, and it sucker punched me right in the that face. That song is so hurtful, because <laughs> when you hear it, after you've heard it for the first time, and, like, obviously everybody cries when they hear it. If you don't know the song Best Day, which I don't think anybody does, but it's about her mom, because yeah. her and her mom are super close, and, like, yeah. it's just so sweet, and... Yeah. The thing is, the pain doesn't go away because no. it's if not, it's worse the more you listen to it because you know what's coming yeah. and you know how sweet it is and like, yeah. uh, she does such a good job like writing it from like a little kid's perspective to being like yes. dad, like dad's smart and you're the prettiest lady I've ever known. Yeah, I just got goosebumps. Okay. It's heartbreaking. I and I'd heard like on TikTok. Like, Skylar, you told me because I asked you about it, but mm-hmm. it, it that was that song that was going around. It was that sound for a, for a oh, while, yeah. doing the, like, put a, f- like, stop recording after they say something that, like, it was like doesn't put a finger, apply. Put a finger down if it applies to you, and then they'd, like, yes, stop the recording. Would, yes. And all I heard from it was, I have an excellent father. And then all of the videos, all of them would like, be, yeah. stop. The sound but, was, like, only that short, too, because people just yeah. used it for that. Yeah. So, I... But I didn't know that was this whole song, and then I heard it, and I laughed, and then I heard the next line, and I didn't laugh. <laughs> like, it was immediate. It was... <laughs> I got whiplash from listening to that song. That song is not funny. It's not a no, laughing matter. I was a huge Swifty back in the day. Yeah. I... I think it phased out a little bit for me when I got into, like... I still really liked her music, but I was, like, less of, like, a Swifty. I still wouldn't even call myself, like, a Swifty because yeah. her fan base is problematic, but we don't... Tea? Are they really tea? problematic? Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, um, but what, like, pop stars fandom isn't problematic? Like, One yeah. Direction's fandom was problematic and toxic and awful. Yeah, it just sucks because it's one of those things where, like, a lot of her fans will do... Like, it's, like, One Direction where, like, some of the fans will do really shitty stuff and like Everyone no else. one says anything about it like she doesn't oh. say anything about it like how, like how one direction doesn't say a lot about things that would be said yeah. yeah yeah but so i was like obsessed with her i was in love with her i went to multiple of her concerts which yeah you and i still have you ever watched the reputation tour i w- uh i thing watched on Netflix? 20, 20 minutes of it is I need it just, to watch it. Just her live concert. It's just her concert. Yeah, I watched twenty minutes of it, and then I kind of uh, got bored, and I stopped it. We have to be in the mood to watch a concert, and I don't know. Yeah, right, I wasn't. Like me personally, I get. I've told you this. I like to watch full sets sometimes. Yeah. Like the nineteen seventy five, I've watched the same like reading and leads set. Yeah. From like two thousand seventeen, multiple times. <laughs> but I need to watch the Reputation tour. Thing. I watched good. Miss America, Miss America, Miss America, Miss Americana. 
which was I so loved good. that documentary. Yeah, that was that sweet. Was really, yeah, it was really good. Speaking of the fandom, because you're more in, like, I don't even follow Taylor Swift on Instagram or Twitter, or, like, literally anywhere. Right. But you've been, like, you sent, like, me and Adelaide her story of, like, mm-hmm. all of those, like, mixed up words and, like, mm-hmm. about, what were they, like, song titles coming from the vault and yeah, all yeah. this stuff. And you tell me about all of the, like, messages and, like, Easter eggs and things she puts yeah, in, like, yeah. literally everything she does. I think... First of all, that she's insane, but it, like, works to her advantage, and it creates, like, a really dedicated fan base. Yeah. And I think, I don't know, I thought that was cool. And also all of those songs that came out of the vault, like Mr. Perfectly Fine, Bop. Banger. You All Over Me, Sad But A Bop. But A Banger. No, she, she does not miss. Like. Never. She's so good. And I think that's the part about her that makes me a little bit sad, is that she was younger than us when she wrote debut and she was our age when she wrote fearless so all these genius songs she that (laughs) hello (laughs) what how did she do that it's so it's like so unreal who called her who called her a poet the other day adelaide i think adelaide who else do we talk to (laughs) i thought i heard it somewhere on the internet and it was literally adelaide who's like what is she was like because she's a poet as we know <laughs> she's a poet no she, she literally she is. is yeah she's crazy I, smart though like she's insane but also like you have to be smart to like plan i would never no, of course i would never be able to do a half of this all the math that she does and that like the math that you have to do and then you do further math to like Ma- Math for what? Because she, like, makes all these dates and, like, or she'll, like, add together letters and, like, oh. oh, my God. I don't, I just don't think I'm smart enough. I can't keep up. I just let, like, other people solve it all for me. It's just easier to see what, like, people on Twitter are, like, um, analyzing out of it. I think I saw a, yeah. a TikTok today that was, like, this girl saying, like, um, that, <sighs> is she re-recording Speak Now? Is she doing that? Um... <sighs> See, this is the thing. I don't know. Like, people, we, I think people are pretty sure that 1989 is coming next. Yeah. And then because, maybe Red. Yeah, I don't know. I think because there was, like, some Instagram posts and, like, the colors, like, lined up mm, yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. And then the vault songs, like, like, they all had lyrics that, like, alluded to other songs. Like, mm-hmm. um... Mr. Perfectly Fine, like, reminded people of Clean with, like, the, like, Rain on the Pavement lyrics, and then there was... I thought that was You All Over Me. Oh, You All Over Me. And then Mr. Perfectly Fine, Mr. Cat... Like, she said, like, Mr. Casually Cruel, cool. which they think alludes to Red, and then I forget what else it was, but... So I think we're pretty sure 1989 is coming next, because also Wildest Dreams was the other uh, single that people heard from the from the Spirit trailer. Oh, Oh, yeah. That spirit teats. Oh, my God. That spirit TV show that's coming out. That, the Anna, the funny thing about that, little bit of a meander from the point. Yeah. But the the animation for that TV show looks worse than the animation yeah, for the movie Yeah, why is it that bad? Like, it's, it's like that weird clunky, 3D. Claymation 3D sort of uh, mismatch. Why are they even like, making a spirit spinoff? 
I don't know. They should just they should just remarket the movie. It's so you good. You can just like, make new horse characters also. Like I feel like horse characters, little girls always love horses. Yeah, and why don't you make it rain instead of spirit? Like why can't rain have her moment to shine? I like, don't know. Didn't she almost die in the the movie? Yes, but she didn't. And then what didn't. they just like became like the leaders of their, I don't know what, like, a pack of horses is called, but, like, whatever that, like, They're herd, herd. Or whatever. But she was, like, literally just a pack of horses. <laughs> she was That's just, your like, worst nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> With, like, babies? You're like, not the babies. Oh, my God. No. Isn't that funny? I kind of was, like, I, like, rode horses when I was younger, and now they freak me out. I don't yeah, know. that is weird. Is. I don't know either, because you think really- you'd be desensitized to them. It's really just the baby horses. We don't have to rehash this again, but it's literally just them. They're so f- I think that's the difference between little, like, kids who were Swifties when they were younger and kids who were not as big Swifties, because I was a horse girl through and through up until, like, <laughs> middle school. Yeah, so my relationship with horses is the same as my relationship with Taylor Swift. Really into it when I was young. Mm-hmm. Totally there for it. Um, then as I got older... And the inter- internalized misogyny kicked in, and I was yeah. a fan of One Direction at the time, and I was like, Haler, no! And, yeah. like, was totally hating that, and then the world convinced people to hate Taylor Swift for oh literally no reason. I fell that into that so trap. That was so crazy. And yeah. there's placements in her chart that, like, weirdly, like, she is a Capricorn stellium, and I forgot to say, say this when we were talking about does. Florence Pugh, was that, like, Capricorn is Saturn root. Saturn ruled and like Saturn is like the planet of like chaos and like endings and karmic things so like people who have Capricorn stelliums tend to face like a lot of life challenges which is so weird that like she has a Capricorn stellium and she like had the entire world hating her for like no good reason yeah no good reason just misogyny just literally just misogyny (laughs) um like a 32 year old man literally manipulated her and she made a song being like this man fucked me up and the world was like girl be quiet shut up shut up go date another man whore (laughs) just find another one you yeah you roll you man eater (laughs) you man eater so messed up but now i'm back on like i listened to um uh folklore and evermore Mm -hmm. and i'm like very much I'm here for it. Like, I've come yeah. around. Yeah, you've Have seen Have I come the light. around with baby horses? No. I was gonna say, weirdly enough, the horses, though. But I like cows. Maybe. <laughs> That's baby... like, close enough. Well, like a baby cow versus baby a baby farm horse. animal. Yeah. That's a step in the right direction. Yeah. I think one of the funniest pieces of pop culture history that is often forgotten is and I don't even know if you know this I was not a Halsey stan back in the day and I still am not I don't think you were you were I listened to her music oh okay um she was on like my side of we were both on that side of tumblr but like I didn't really vibe with her that well yeah but she was a huge directioner back in the day oh yeah and I think the funniest piece of pop culture history is the song she made about Taylor Swift, about Haler, that was she like made a basically song about Haler. So it was before she was like a huge, like she was still just like Tumblr yeah. famous. Yeah. And she took, um, 
I knew you were trouble and she changed the lyrics to be about <gasps> Taylor Swift and Harry Styles because she was such hell? a big directioner. It was like this he, like it was like people loved her for it though. Like that's what gave her a lot of followers. But it was like again like weird internalized misogyny like her like basically cool. slut shaming Taylor. But I think yeah. I mean they're friends like they're good, but I'm like sure it's, it's yeah, just it's really weird now. to think about. That is so weird. We were literally all brainwashed. I don't know what the government did to us. Maybe because the world wasn't ready for all of her truth-telling yet. But, like... Honestly. That was insane. Like, people really, really hated her. And then when her Reputation Era thing came out, Mm -hmm. I was... First of all, I didn't really vibe with that kind of music. Like, I didn't really like the style of Look What You Made Me Do and a lot of those songs. Listening back, Mm -hmm. because... Because you sing them all the time and show them to me. Because <laughs> I won't stop. <laughs> You're like, because Skylar won't shut the f- up. <laughs> half of our FaceTime calls are Skylar oh, yeah. and I either singing a song that got like stuck in our heads or Skylar breaking out into song, singing like a Taylor Swift song that I don't know. And then even when we're not FaceTiming mm, and we send voice memos, we send voice messages to each other. Um, Skylar will, you'll send me... A voice message that it has, like, information, like, text. And then right after it, it will be 35 seconds of her singing <laughs> a song. And it's, like, we're FaceTiming always. Yeah, it's, like, you can't really... You get the same experience no matter what. It's inescapable. It's inescapable. <laughs> you cannot... You cannot get away from it. The Skylar 360 experience. <laughs> Guys, if you want me to do that to you, just DM us on Instagram and I'll just I'll just send you voice memos of me singing. It's bad. Like, it's not good. But it's funny, I guess. Oh my god. Will people actually do that? I guess we'll see. I kind of hope not, but, but I kind of hope so at the same time. I just time. think it'd be funny for someone to be like, I'm going to hold them to it and ask for yeah, it. Yeah, literally. <laughs> hold me to my word. Hold me... <laughs> Make me not say stuff just to say it. Like, make me actually uh, have to live up to what I say. But anyways, what I was going to say after I sidetracked Mm -hmm. us, um, I didn't really vibe with those, like, a lot of the songs on on Reputation, so I didn't bother listening to the rest. Mm -hmm. But, like, Gorgeous, Don't Blame Me, Call It What You Want. Dress. Dress. Those are really good, and I yeah. like those a lot more than, like, and then, but I'll listen to, um, uh, like, I Did Something Bad, or, mm-hmm. um, like, Are You Ready For It, like, when I need to get pumped up for, like, run or whatever. So I came I around think, to that. weirdly, Reputation was kind of when I wasn't really listening. Like, I think the only time I really wasn't listening to Taylor Swift that often was, like, 1989. I didn't love 1989 at first either. And I didn't love Reputation at first, so I wasn't really listening to her for for a while, but Lover and definitely Folklore, Lover came out the summer we were going to school. Yeah. So I started listening to it then, and I felt like I was getting back into her music, and I didn't like Reputation first either, but I think it's funny because I think you and I didn't like it for the same reasons, where it was like, it was too poppy, and there's like too much noise, and like it was a lot of these like big musical things. Yeah. But then, like, you listen to it again, you're like, it becomes better every single time you listen to it. And I think that's the purpose of the album, because I saw in, like, a performance she did, I'm not sure where 
was. It was, like, one of those, like, really intimate settings where, like, it was, yeah. like, just her and, like, I think a piano or something. And she was, like, not, like, she's, like, reputation. Like, it starts out, like, all this noise because it was, like, reflective of her life being, like, all the media and people were, like, mm. in her business. And then she's, like, falling in love, like, through it. Yeah. And, like, finding out who her real friends are. And it, like, gets yeah. quieter and it's, like, more folk. Like, it's a really mm. good album. It's an artistic thing. It's so good. Yeah. Well, and she, I feel like she had to do something like that because you can't go through just, like, the years of mm-hmm. people, uh, just the horrible shit she went through and oh, not, yeah. have an, not have an album that's just, like, a little bit angry. Oh, yeah. And that, like, reflects that. Because otherwise think... you'd explode. Yeah, no, for sure. I'd go crazy yeah. if I was her. Like, yeah. I would hide away in London, too, with my sexy British boyfriend also. Yeah. Like, if the whole world hated me. Yeah. Um, speaking of her sexy British boyfriend, Joe Alwyn, yeah. um, who I didn't know wasn't li- like a literal actor. Um, what? I I didn't know he was an actor. You said I didn't know he wasn't a literal actor. No, I said I didn't know he was a literal actor. Okay, I heard wasn't, but I guess we'll Sorry. find out. <laughs> um, but anyways, edits of them have been showing up on my For You oh page my God, on TikTok, yeah. and it's all of this like shitty footage of them at like award shows oh, or like yeah, the that grainy. one clip from Miss Americana or all the stuff with like heartfelt music behind it and it mm-hmm. literally makes me want to die the part in Miss Americana where it's like her like she barely talks about Joe in it yeah which is so funny because like he's such a big part of her life and like it comes through in her music but it, like they're so private like it's that one part where like it's her playing just the guitar version of Call It What You Want for, like, the mm. first time. And she's like, at the same time, I was falling in love. And it's, like, all these clips that's, like, Joe is just taking of her. And, like, they're, like, in London. And she's, like, driving on the other side of the road. And, like, she's singing Call It, Call it What You Want to him. And she's like, I love you. Like, mouthing I love you to him in the middle oh of it. Oh, God. And, yeah, that clip where she's, like, coming off stage. And she's like, I couldn't, I couldn't find, find you. you girl see that gives everybody too much hope (laughs) yeah that's the thing it's just like it makes me so blindly optimistic for my life that i feel like it's not good for my mental health but anyways i mean maybe it's a good thing maybe we should be hopeful i don't know i don't know everyone else should be hopeful (laughs) but i shouldn't everyone else should be hopeful Maybe not me, though. Emily, you should be hopeful. <laughs> you should be optimistic. <laughs> okay. Okay. Anyways. Okay, anyways. Oh, I want to take a look at her birth chart and see oh, yeah, more yeah, yeah. what her um, signs and things are. So, okay. Oh, we don't know her rising, do we? Do people... I don't know. I didn't... been like... I didn't look. I don't usually trust the, the times yeah, on things, true. so I don't that's even true. bother... Um, like I said, she's a Capricorn stellium, which is yeah. why she has so many albums. Like, just yeah. putting it out there, point blank. Like, she has more albums in 15 years than a lot of people do. Definitely. It's a crazy, it's like a crazy amount. It's because she's a Capricorn stellium. Yeah. She's a Scorpio Mars, like Sebastian Stan. And that makes sense for her, like, reputation. That also makes sense why she has so many albums, but also her reputation era Scorpio yeah. Mars written all over. Yeah. Aquarius Venus. Oh, so that's interesting. 
yeah, was it, did Tom Hiddleston also have an Aquarius Venus, or was yes. that, yeah, okay, that's interesting. I, they must have just been feeding off of each other's unique-ass energy. Yeah, maybe they were just, like, telling each other they were so interesting. Yeah, but who got bored first? Her. Yeah, fucking her. <laughs> Getaway car says her. <laughs> I think wait, that's the craziest thing, I... is that you can go on YouTube and find the videos. Oh, no, it's, i just kidding, you're right, Getaway car is her and tom hiddleston yes getting away okay. from calvin you, harris you're you right reading my mind that's so funny i was literally just about to say i thought that was about her leaving not diplo but calvin yeah. harris I almost said but diplo. that's her getting bored of a different relationship and being Correct. like tom hiddleston didn't she get like carried out of like the met gala in like a suitcase or something oh no that's okay so <laughs> she... what was that <laughs> she was so drunk they were like get in the suitcase <laughs> No, she. (laughs) There's like pictures of like I guess like her security or like I don't know who like carrying around a giant a giant black suitcase that's like the size of a person. Yeah. And I don't know how serious it is, but people make jokes that she's in the suitcase because there's that whole thing where she was like, no one physically saw me for a year, and there were like there were no paparazzi photos of her from like September of like. 2016 until like later and like I forget when like and that was the year that she was like away with Joe Alwyn in England oh and so people were like oh my gosh maybe she was just like in the suitcase so no one could take pictures of her (laughs) okay which that's like Diana walking backwards so that they couldn't have a photo of her face but like 10 times more yeah yeah oh my god okay so that wasn't okay so no, she Got didn't it. leave the Met Gala in a suitcase. She didn't literally. <laughs> um, good to know. So, she's like Capricorn Mercury too. I like the distribution of. Um, actually, do I? No, it's just a lot of water and earth, and yeah. a little bit of fire. Which makes sense because she is, like, so emotional, but also so, like, hardworking. And I think the Capricorn Mercury is exactly why she can make those Easter eggs and be so freaking smart. Because the intelligence of, like, a Capricorn in that placement. Yes. Okay. Yeah. She almost has a Scorpio stellium. her. It's her Lilith, her Pluto, and her Mars. Yeah. Another Scorpio Lilith to add to the list um, of our favorite (laughs) celebrities all have scorpio lilits yes i also think something so unique about taylor swift is her relationship with her fans like she has like she does all these she's like santa claus like she sees everything like i told you that story this girl on tiktok was like when the folklore physical cds were being put to stores like Mm -hmm. we had to wait in line outside the stores when this like shipment came in of like the cds and this guy was like can you hold this? And then he was like, don't run away with this. And she held oh, it. Yeah. Like, she didn't run away with it, obviously. And then Taylor Swift found out and, like, sent her, like, a merch box. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, that's But, insane. like, she also, like, had, like, a cookie party with, like, her fans. And, like, she's given them Christmas presents. Like, she's a sad son with a cancer man, which makes complete sense. Because both those placements make people super friendly and also yes. super sweet. Yeah. Point blank. Point blank, period. Point blank, period. I like, I like the fact that... I like the fact that she has a cancer moon. I feel like that really suits her. That's why she can write songs like Best Day and Forever and Always. Yeah. 
Uh, absolutely yeah. diabolical, but diabolical, really good. <laughs> but really good. She's so mean. <laughs> oh yeah, and then she on on Lover, she has that song. Um, Skylar told me not to listen to. You'll you'll get better soon. soon. You'll get better soon. You'll get better. <laughs> you'll get better soon. Close. Soon you'll get better about her mom. And I mm-hmm. listened to it, and, and after the first chorus, I was in I was in tears. And then at the end of the song, I was, I was like really crying in my room at like ten p.m. for no reason. Getting goosebumps just thinking about the song. It's again it's just, one of those songs where you. She has several songs like that where it, mm-hmm. it gets worse when you you don't get desensitized. You get more sensitive to them. Yes, I would have to agree. Ronan, never grow up best day soon you'll get better all of them you cry every single time i've never heard ronan i don't know what that song is that about a boy who was sick yeah she wrote it for this woman had a blog and she had a kid who had cancer when he was and he died when he was like four years old and she wrote a song like based on the blog post and she credited her as a songwriter because she like pulled so much i'm literally getting goosebumps this woman is insane okay that's so sweet yeah it makes me that song is literally like off limits like i can't listen to it oh my gosh i feel like i remember seeing a video of her playing that song like a while ago Mm -hmm. oh yeah it was i think she wrote it around the same time as red yes maybe a little bit earlier it was either red or speak now yeah I think it was Red. Red. But then again, what am the I The Jake Gyllenhaal album. <gasps> yeah. Um, we talked about this. <laughs> we um... talked about this. Uh, like, yesterday. But what I didn't know and what Skylar told me was, there's that lyric in what? State of Grace, where she references the fact that, like, I mean, she thought they were both... Um, this is what... People are pretty sure it means. I don't know what else it could mean. Okay. But I'm just throwing it out there in case someone's like, it's not what it means. Okay, yeah. We don't know. This is a funny... This is, this just is one funny, way to look at it. Yeah, one way to look at it. Um, there's that state of grace lyric about them, like, having clean slates or whatever. In re- Maybe it's referencing the fact that, like, they're yeah. both versions. She says, so, we're, in your ro- we're in your room, both our slates are clean. Right, okay. Which so, makes it seem... <laughs> Anyways, continue. I'll stop interrupting you. So, well, so I was talking to Skylar about it and I was like, wait, did she like, did she think that he, I was like, did she think that Jake Gyllenhaal was a virgin? And then I was like, well, what, how old was he when they dated? And he was like 28 or 29. And this is no... Taylor hate or slander. It would just be funny if she really thought if this man could really convinced her, could really convince her, was so manipulative that he could really convince her that he was a twenty eight year old movie star virgin who lived in L A. like his whole <laughs> life, who's a nepotism baby. Yeah, like that sucks. I mean, it just she did say in Dear John that she was naive. Yeah. And that she should have known. Yeah. We love her, but maybe she believed... Maybe she had a little bit too much faith in men. Yeah. But she's the reason why we all don't have any faith in men, because she taught us well. Exactly. Exactly. So... You're not eight years old listening to Forever and Always and you forget it. You don't forget that. <laughs> You're not eight years old. 
the vendetta I had against Joe Jonas at like so twelve funny. years, like ten, twelve years old, was so intense. I did not like the Jonas Brothers. Stop! I love the Jonas Brothers. Oh. I like their music so much, but like they, all of them, like maybe not Kevin, but like Kevin was Nick unproblematic, and, but Nick was Kevin a fucking jackass. Anything. Like Nick, Nick was playing Demi and no, Selena. Nick was playing Selena and, and Miley. Miley. And yeah. then Joe was playing Taylor, and then, like, he broke up with her in a 27-second phone call, and then he was dating that other girl, and he wrote that song that was like, she's so much better than you. And then in Better Than Revenge. And then she's like, show me how much better, which, again, Taylor, be mad the man, not the woman, but yeah, that song is I, still a banger. I hope people are like, do you think she's gonna re-record Better Than Revenge? Or, you know, not pause her misogyny for, like, three minutes. Like, what do you think she's gonna do? I don't know. I hope she pauses. I hope... Pause her misogyny. Pause her feminism. Pause her misogyny. (laughs) Pause her feminism for a second. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or or not. I hope she does. I mean, I think it'd be cool either way. I mean, I really hope... Because we want the original so that, like people don't listen to her old ones and of course, like yeah. give money to Scooter Braun. Yeah. But also I think it would be cool if she like rewrote it to be a little bit less Oh, I she hate could always women. Yeah, true. She could always do that. But I mean either way, we all know that she does not feel the same way about women anymore, but I just <laughs> now I give the babies present. Yeah, for sure. That lyric also always makes me cry every time I hear it. It's just, like, it's the physical, it's, like, the lyrical embodiment of healing. Yeah. Steel, Insane. Steel was the axe, wait. <laughs> steel was the axe gold, I had to grind. Gold was, gold. Gold was the steel of the axe to grind for the boys who broke my heart. Now I send their baby's presents. I don't think it was that. Ugh, Steel whatever. was the color of the axe. I don't know. Yes, it was a color, yeah. Of the axe to grind Steel for the boys who broke my heart. Now it's in their baby's presence. Stop making me Which she's right. She did have an axe to grind and she swung it everywhere. <laughs> for good reason. If if I had to suffer through a relationship with John Mayer at the age I am now. Oh my I'd, god. I'd want to fucking beat up every man I saw for no reason. Oh, on sight. yeah. I'd be... John Mayer sucks so much. If you like John Mayer, stop listening to this podcast right now. We don't support John Mayer. Um, Red flags with men. If they love John Mayer, (laughs) like, if they love John Mayer, especially (laughs) if they're, like, men who are musicians and they're like, oh, you're such a good guitar player. Run. Run Run. in the other direction. Olivia Rodrigo, the second... Joshua Bassett, because I know he loves John Mayer. The second he told you he loves John Mayer, you should have run in the other direction. She probably did. I mean, she can't be a Taylor Swift stan and then also, and then be with that and with then the guy. Dated like, John Mayer stan. Oh, my musical inspirations, um, John Mayer, uh, Billy Joel. Yeah, no. Which, I get it. John Mayer has a couple of good songs. Okay, fine. Like Fathers and New- Daughters makes me cry. Like, uh, yeah, we like, don't have whatever. to talk about it. But like, like, New Light was kind of fun. What's that Does one? that mean that, that was one where he's like, mm. <laughs> I can't sing it. <laughs> Is it new? Yeah, it came out like a couple of years ago. What was ago. the song that he, he came out with that music video where he was like just in ugly pants in front of a green screen? And I every have no man, idea. Every man on earth was like, oh, 
John Mayer! John yes! Mayer! This is it! This is so funny! I have, I have no idea, but that He's sounds like, like him. Um, but his music is boring, is what I was going to say. Correct. Which, the song... Sorry, I know every on TikTok talks about it, but in Dear John, how she mimics his guitar. Does she really? Strum- like, his, like, picking pad, like, his, like, riffs that he does, she mimics them. Like, the... That's John Mayer. Like, that's <gasps> just, like, how he writes songs. No way. Yeah. That's crazy. Taylor. Taylor. She's, again, Capricorn Mercury. She's so smart. Like, <laughs> and then with the Scorpio Mars. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, good for her. Good for if, her. If Taylor, <laughs> Taylor is the physical embodiment of a good for her movie character. No, literally. She, good for her. Good for her. <laughs> That's like, no body, no crime. You're like, good for her. Good for her. <laughs> I love that song. Even she... though I thought I thought that the main character's name in No Body, No Crime was called, was SD instead of SD. S- <laughs> SD's a favorite music. Yeah. That's embarrassing for me, but it's fine. SD's a friend of mine. What other lyric did I get really, really wrong from her? Oh, I don't know. There's been a lot, Emily. Oh, my God. It was really funny, though, the night that I said it and you were... Oh, my God. I don't know. I wish I knew. I should have written it down. I'll just have to remember. I said something about cars. It was like... Oh. Yeah. It was something... It was really bad. I don't don't remember lyrics at all. And sometimes... My sister completely messed up the... Like, she still doesn't believe me that the meaning of no body, no crime is what it is. Like, she completely thinks that what happened is that the... Oh, what did she think happened? She thought that the narrator killed Esty and blamed it on the husband. No. What? Yeah, I don't it's know. It's so how- obviously, like, kill the husband. No, it's... I, I tried to explain it to her. I was like, no, because there's so many, like, especially country songs that are like... Yeah. My husband cheated and then I killed him and nobody knows. Like, Goodbye Earl by the Chicks. Yes. Like, there are so many songs like that and this yeah. is just one of them. And she was like, no, she... like, she killed the friend. It was like, why would she kill the friend? What was the whole plot line of the husband cheating? And she's like, I thought that was just like, he was a scapegoat. And I was like, I was like driving and I'm like, I was like playing it. And I was like, a lyric would go, and I'd be like, "See, how did the how did she kill it? If that if that's the lyric, like I was going insane." You don't believe me? I'm gonna run this car off the road, and then we'll see who everyone thinks killed us, huh? I'm like, what do you think? Say the say the friend killed. Say she killed the friend one more time. And like, jerk into the other lane. I'm turning say straight she into the, the other lane of traffic. <laughs> oh my god. Um. But now that these re-recordings are out, um, people on TikTok are obviously making edits with them. So um, Skylar, because she's mean to me, right. sent me um, an edit <laughs> that had, for, that was playing forever and always behind um, scenes from Twilight New Moon, the night that I told her I was watching Twilight New Moon. And I was literally in the middle of watching this movie. <laughs> Skylar sent me this text. Whoops. And I watched it. And I have just recently finished reading Midnight Sun, which mm-hmm. I got in September. Um, 
And so everything was really fresh. And then she sent that to me. And I was like, I hate that it applies so well here. And it was also just heartbreaking. And what I meant to um, send you this morning, but I didn't because I couldn't think of a good text to sort of explain it to you. Okay. Was. And. (laughs) Okay. I want to preface this by saying I'm not in the Marvel fandom. I don't know anything about anything that they do. And I, I don't know the ships. I don't know the things. I don't know the canon, the comic, whatever things. It was an edit of Bucky and Captain America with Mr. Perfectly Fine behind it. I don't think it was like, you know was what it I like mean? A, was it like a friend kind of thing? I like they weren't a forcing thing. a romantic plot line no, when I there don't... isn't one? Correct. Sorry, I know that's super controversial. Someone's going <laughs> to send me a death threat. <laughs> No, it wasn't. Sorry. It, yeah, it was, but. Sorry! My God is at the cleaners! <laughs> but um, it was Mr. Perfectly Fine, and, and just the lyrics, just because Steve left Bucky in the yeah. new world all by himself, and Mr. it was clips Leave like me that. Mr. Leave Me All Alone. Mr. Said, said you'd always stay, and like all of this stuff, like, and then, oh my God, it very unexpectedly was like, yeah. Hey, he just hey. left his best friend. They're all alone. Hey, Mr. Hey. Casually Cruel. Yeah, huh? Hey, Mr. Perfectly Fine. <laughs> literally. Mr. Leave Me All Alone, I Fall Apart. Yeah, literally. That, okay, I've, it made I haven't me sad. watched. I've watched like two, maybe, of the Marvel movies. Um, yeah. I don't know what happens, and I only know what when Emily told me the entire plot of the entire franchise one night after she watched it. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I watched Endgame, and in tears, I told yes. you the entire plot of Endgame. Yes. Yeah. Um, But I agree that Steve Rob- Rogers should not have left Bucky. I agree that I think a lot of people hold that happened. opinion. Yeah. I don't... I don't... My expert opinion, not having watched any of the movies, is that... <laughs> Like this is my like this is this is an out an outsider's perspective okay yeah. so it's objective. Steve Rogers <laughs> should not have left. Bucky agreed agreed. Like you can't just undo character development. Correct. I think a lot of people would agree with you. Oh my god! And then okay, this is not the if <laughs> this is not the episode for this, but just really quickly, I you know how I was like oh I'm just gonna watch one episode of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier because I want to see a Captain America funeral. Mm-hmm. I've seen all of them, and um, the guy who like replaced Captain America, that blonde guy, who like replaced him, whatever. Wait, what? Yeah, the government was like, "Here's your new Captain America," and it was this random. Oh, that's person. the plot. Okay. Yeah, he's insane. <laughs> I didn't get that. Sorry, I, I thought no I told you plot. about that. I'm no, really sorry about that. I was like that. the blonde man. <laughs> yeah, so he's like insane and really bad. He's like. Okay. Very objectively a villain at this point. Okay. And the show has been tackling, like, racism in America. Like, that's obviously a focus point of the show as well. Anthony Matthews' character is supposed to actually replace Captain America, right? Yeah, I mean, him and and Bucky in the comics, people are saying that they've both been Captain America. But I think, okay. like, it's going to be Anthony Mackie at the okay. end of the show, probably. But anyways, in this most recent episode... Take. Yeah. I in like this that. most... In this most recent episode, the guy who's, like, the government's new Captain America, uh-huh. he literally, spoiler alert if you haven't watched it, he took the Captain America shield 
And they're, like, fighting these bad guys, but it's very, like, I don't know if they're a bad guy or not. Is this the violet scene? Yeah. Okay. He took the Captain America shield and and beat this guy's head in with it. In front, in front of, like, a shit ton of people. And it's just so extremely violent. And, um... People on... So he's done just like, objectively bad things. I've been seeing TikToks of people being like, um, people are saying that this guy isn't a villain, that this guy isn't bad, that he's not in the wrong, that he's not... This isn't... And people are sympathizing with him. And I'm like, I feel like they very oh, clearly no. made it. Like, he's not a... Yeah. I'm getting really freaked out because I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, oh, this no. Sh- like, the white supremacists are coming out to play. And, oh, like, people this are is- scary. Yeah. Yeah, oh, no. I, I just, just like, I can't understand how you can watch that show and think that he's sympathetic. It's, like, a similar thing to, like, when directors make a character, or, like, writers make a character supposed to be, like, bad and scary and, like, toxic masculinity, and the men are yeah. like, this This is the entire point of our overrated movie series, but the yeah. film bros are like, this is the man! I want to be just like him. Anyways little tangent sort of connected sort of loosely connected but people are abusing my for you page with fearless taylor swift edition edits to things i think i saw a normal people one today and i was like i can't do it oh i saw that i can't do that especially after knowing that taylor swift loves normal people and wrote tis the damn season about normal people it's too much i think interestingly enough about the Twilight, you bringing up Twilight in this episode, is that yeah. Taylor Lautner is one of Taylor Swift's exes. <gasps> oh my god, I And we got for... back to December from that lovely relationship. Yes, we one did. Of, one of her best songs. I love like, that song. I could not rank her songs if you ever asked me to, but okay. that song has to be, like, way up there. That song is so good. Oh my god, I forgot. I forgot that they dated. They were yeah. in that movie Valentine's Day together. I was just gonna say, that movie, I remember it being good. I should have watched it this year. Valentine's Day is a good movie. It's cute. You should watch it. Who you else should. is in that movie? A bunch Ashton, of people. It's one of those celebrity, it's like, like, packed movies for, like, no reason. It's Yeah, Ashton it's like Love Kutcher. Actually, where it's like, look at all these famous people that are in this holiday movie. Yeah, it's Ashton Kutcher, um, Julia Roberts, Taylor Swift, and some other people. I just think that's such an interesting phenomenon. Like, Twilight and Taylor Swift were, like, the epitome of, like, our our childhood. Yeah, from, like, 2008 to 2012. Yeah, and then they were dating. Like, that's just so crazy to me. I don't understand how legitimately you could <laughs> you could date someone that had the same name as you. They were called Taylor Squared. It was real cute. I just think it's it might be on par with dating someone who has the same name as your dad or your brother. I feel or, like it's probably a little or bit sister better. or mom. I feel like it's probably a little bit better because at least you're not thinking of someone that isn't you or them. Yeah, but that's related to you. Like, if at least it's your okay. name. Like, how often do you say your own name besides introducing yourself? Like, not that much. Never. So like, but then, but then you're saying it a lot more. Yeah, it's probably weird, but I mean, it's probably not like it, I would not say it's weird as dating someone with a family member's name. Okay. Do you think people do that? Because I feel like people don't talk about not doing that. And I make a point of, like, on dating apps, I would swipe left if someone had the same name as my dad or my brother. And I feel like people don't really talk about whether or not they try to avoid that. So are people doing it? I don't know. 
Probably. I think, I don't think anybody seeks someone who has the same name as their brother or dad or sibling. But what would freak me out is that people aren't actively rejecting people with that name. Well, I feel like it just depends on how personally freaked out you. It also, I feel like it also would depend on how common your brother or dad's name is. Because, like, yeah. your brother's name is is kind of common. Yeah. So it's so a little bit hard. Name. Yeah. I don't know. This is a question Sorry. for the people. Just, <laughs> just a thought. You can't relate because you have sisters. Yeah, so I mean, less. one of my sisters has, like, a unisex name. Oh, yeah, that's true. But it's different. It is different. So, so anyway. So, anyways. That's my problem. <laughs> uh, Enough with my problems, you guys. You know what album I recently got back into from her? What? Is I had never listened to Lover because, first of oh, all. Oh, I think only... Lover might be my one of my favorites. Okay. I can't agree with you, but okay. what I didn't like was the the singles she had for that album, I think, oh. were so bad. Me. When you look back at, yeah, and, like, you need to calm down. Yeah. When you look back at the songs that she has on that album, like, Cruel Summer, mm-hmm. London Boy, even I Think He Knows... I just don't understand why she didn't choose one of those to be, like, a single she did a big music video for. Because I saw, I, like, heard me, or I heard, like, you need to calm down. And I was like, I don't, and I saw the aesthetics within it. And I was like, ugh, like, I don't really like that. But then you listen to, like, False God and Lover and Afterglow. And, like, Mm. those are all really good songs, and I really like them. But I just feel like I didn't get a good preview of them as just, like, an outsider. I couldn't, like, trust that, like, the rest of her album was good because I just, like, wasn't in it at the time. Yeah, I don't think anybody understands why she chose those. Okay. But, no, I think that album is so, like, like you said, a lot of those songs are really good. And some some of her best songwriting is on that album. Yeah. And... I don't know. She chose. I. She made an interesting choice. That's for sure. <laughs> I think the saddest thing about Lover is that it never got its full era. Yeah. yeah. Because of coronavirus, which is so weird. Thinking about that, like, it's so weird to trace back in time to history, like when different thi- like different parts of life got like stopped because yeah. of everything. Like looking yeah. back and just seeing like. Because it's so, it's so different for, uh, like, different people. Like, for us, we were in school, and, like, school got shut down for us. But then, like, yeah. for famous people like her, like, she was in the middle of, like, starting a new era, and it got yeah. shut down. Like, that's just so crazy. Same with, like, Niall Horan just had an album come out, like, oh my God. weeks and before everything. Heartbreak Weather is a fantastic album, and I yeah. think, like, a lot of that got, like, I don't think it got enough, nearly enough press no. because it, everything was shut down right when it got released. Yeah. We listened and, to a lot of Heartbreak Weather when we were on our road trip. Yeah, we did. Because it's a mm-hmm. good album. It's but it came album. out way too early, right on the cusp of things being shut down and mm-hmm. not far enough into everyone's quarantine where, like, artists releasing music later in the, pro- in, like, mm-hmm. later in quarantine, people aren't, like, taken away by the novelty of this experience anymore. Well, because he couldn't perform it on, like, any no. shows he couldn't do an interview like nothing 
And people weren't, like, looking for new music because they were bored. Like, they were thinking they had a two-week vacation. So they're not, like... You know, I feel like the way that I, like, listen to music and find music now is... I spend way more time doing it. And, Mm -hmm. like, I make more... I never, like, made, like, multiple playlists. Mm -hmm. And now I, like, like doing that because I just have more time. It's just different. I'm literally the opposite. I would always make playlists, and I never liked any music. Like, physically, like, would press, like, like press on songs like on Spotify, it. and now I do the opposite. Now, like, I still make a lot of playlists, but, like, now I like, like, I went through all my old playlists and, like, liked every single song that I ever, oh. say, like, put in a playlist. And I think it's made my Discover Weekly so much better. Definitely does. Yeah. I, this is, like, the first time in my life I'm, like, avidly using my Discover Weekly. I used to, like, every Monday at school, I used to walk to class and shuffle my Discover Weekly. And then yeah. just, like, like songs. And then I would put all of my Discover Weekly-liked songs in a playlist called, like, D- Discover Weekly Saved mm-hmm. Songs. Just so I had them all in one place. But didn't you used to have, like, months playlists for yeah. those people? Because I used to do that because... I don't really know why. Because I used to not like the music... So it wouldn't get saved into my Spotify. And I also didn't have Spotify Premium for a long time. Oh, that's right. So I would just, like, make little tiny playlists of the songs that I was, like, had basically, like, in rotation. And now I have, like, an in-rotation playlist where I, like, change it out every month. But it was... I kind of miss it because it was kind of cool to think, like, oh, what songs did I... Like, you know when you really associate, like, a specific time with, like, specific music that you like? Totally. Like, now I, like... If I think of, like, fall from, like, college, like, I used to be able to, like go back and listen to like totally. fall 2019 but now i can't so i kind of it's i kind of miss it but it's it's a lot easier to make just one yeah. playlist and like rotate songs in and out yeah that's true that's true i've added more taylor swift to my playlist yeah i like I've... watching you ease into her again <laughs> i like it too i i wasn't when I listened to Folklore for the first time, I, well, first of all, she released it on the day of One Direction's 10-year anniversary. Yeah. So I same. was like, <laughs> I was like, this is my day now. But I listened to it and, and it took, I had to listen to it like a couple times and I think, I think it, it took our road trip for me. Mm-hmm. to get really into it but then by the time that um evermore came out i was like ready i was like i was into yeah it. i really liked evermore i was gonna say i think folklore and evermore are probably my top two like definitely albums i just like you and i both be like folk music too evidently yeah. and like i love i loved and she is working with aaron desner who is in the national one of my favorite bands ever and he, he right. like, they worked together. Basically, she was like, would you ever want to work together? And then in quarantine, he was like, I have 30 songs, like, that don't have anything yet. And he sent them to her. And then those became Folklore and Evermore. Which oh. is just, like, it makes so much sense why it's, like, one of my favorite, like, yeah. my favorite of her albums. I think they're yeah. so good. And the vibes are perfect. It makes it's me want to live in a cabin forever. Yeah. I it's love- escapism. Those are really good albums and I remember going into them being like I thought she was doing the same thing where like most of her albums were about relationships Mm -hmm. and boyfriends or whatever but then you kindly explained to me that it was more like storytelling Mm -hmm. and not just like 
about current or past relationships. Yeah. And I think I've seen, like, a clip of her in an interview being, like, she, it was, she kind of just realized that she could take this turn in her Mm -hmm. songwriting. And I think it is really good that she did because it's limiting to think that you have to write about, like, your life experiences every single time you sit down to create anything. And especially with music, like, that's not... Not everything has to be, like, autobiographical. Yeah. And it made me so much more interested in her music because, I don't know, it was just good. Just just a good choice. It just, like, shows how talented of a songwriter she is, too. Because, like, you're a creative writing student. Yeah. We both dabble in creative writing. Like, yeah. it's hard to write about things that you don't have experience in. Yeah. And, like, it's hard to not write about something that, like... Like, it's hard to not either reference other things that you've, like, observed or things you've experienced. But for her to, like, make up stories, like, the love triangle and folklore that is so... Like, that is, um, like, a moment in music history, I think. The Betty Cardigan. It's my favorite part. It's so good. It's my favorite part. Yeah. I I think that's what I liked most about it once I realized what she was doing was that... This August Cardigan and Betty, those songs were like a short story, but in like song yeah. form, mm-hmm. and that's just fucking fun to listen to. That is that is fire. That's good fire. on you, Taylor. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Queen. <gasps> Queen. I'm. I'm. I'm glad. I'm like. I finally got sort of like back into it, and that I'm here for it now because. Taylor well, finds everybody at the right time. <laughs> yes. She's like, <laughs> Taylor Swift finds you. It's like, uh, it's like what people say about Moldavite. Like, don't find Moldavite. Moldavite will find you when you're ready for it. Taylor Swift will find you when you're ready for it. Yeah. Fearless will creep its way into your eardrums when you're ready. Exactly. And I'm, that's another reason why I'm excited. I finally got back into her. Literally, literally just... Thanks to you, because I, w- I wouldn't have if you weren't, like, a reformed Swifty. <laughs> a reformed Swifty. I'm a Taylor Swift fr- fan. Fan. I, yeah. Yeah. I'm That's a Taylor a Swift lover. <laughs> and I think my favorite thing you said to me was, we both saw this TikTok where this girl was like, I'm really happy that Taylor Swift is re-releasing her old music, because some of us aren't in our folklore era yet. I love uh-uh. folklore, and I appreciate it, but do we relate to it? No. No. Some of Not us aren't yet. that peaceful yet, so. No. Some of us still got the axe to grind. There is no peace to be experienced in this. It's written in, in the stars. Story. No peace. No peace. No, I haven't even been able, I can't even really relate to Fearless yet. But I Not even debut. Will. Not even debut, yeah. I just but like it. soon for us. Soon. Soon. What was the other... Did you see a video about someone talking about people wanting to relate to breakup songs? Was it something you saw? Yeah. Were we talking about that at the park yesterday? Yeah, we, I think we were. <laughs> yeah. Because everyone's like... Everyone's like, um... Just being like, I can't wait until I, like, experience a breakup so I can, like, listen to the song and really understand it. And well, because if it's like, already cathartic... 
Yeah. Like, imagine how good it's going to feel when you're like, oh. I feel this. Like, I feel this for real. <laughs> I know. And I do it too. And then I'm like, oh, in a weird way, I'm kind of just like rooting for my demise. <laughs> just yeah. like a bad time in my life. But you can't it's help it. a little it. bit the way I loved you where it's like, yeah. I miss screaming and fighting, <laughs> kissing in the rain. <laughs> it's 2 a.m. And I'm cursing your and I'm name. cursing your name. <laughs> okay. <sighs> but anyways, we'll keep a lookout. I can't. I can't wait to hear the rest of her re-recordings until I'm she really excited to see what she does them. next. Yeah. She's unpredictable. She's unhinged, and we love her. <laughs> and we love her. Okay, guys, we'll leave it there for this episode. Um. Again, thank you to everyone who's following us, listening to us, supporting us. We really appreciate all of you. It's been kind of crazy. And literally every t- anytime we just, like, get a semi-successful video, we get so excited. Like, we literally, literally every single time. It makes our year. Yeah. So thank you guys so much for continuing to support us. We really, really appreciate it. Um, we hope we'll see you next week. We hope you'll stick around. Um, we hope you'll follow us on our social media, which now we are going to be linking in the (laughs) descriptions of the episode. I don't know why we weren't doing that before. You can follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, and we have, oh, YouTube, where, oh yeah, I think I'm going to post it tonight, posting a video we played Pictionary over Zoom. It's really funny. You just want a stupid video to laugh to. Definitely go check it out. Yeah, play in the background. So, again, if you guys want to hear anything specific um, from us, anything you guys want us to talk about, just DM us and comment. Some people commented more male celebrities for us to do their zodiac signs and, like... Oh, yeah. You can leave female celebrities, too, also. <laughs> yeah. Like, we can tackle some of those some of those women. Uh some of those women are scary too. Zoe Deschanel yeah. has like is like literally all Capricorns. Oh kind yeah. Of freaky. Um, so yeah, links for our social media is in our descriptions. So I won't go off on my tangent because you guys can just gonna miss that. Sorry guys. Right. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm not gonna do that anymore, guys. It's just the end of an era. That's <laughs> the beginning of a new one. I'm entering my reputation era after this. <laughs> I honestly feel like I enter different Taylor Swift eras every day. Like, Depends by the hour, honestly, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, mood. oh, I'm in my reputation era. And then the next second I'm like, folklore. I'm, I'm in, in the my woods. lover era. <laughs> my lover era. <laughs> I'm okay, in, like, guys. the era in between reputation and 1989 where she was, like, hiding in England. Okay, yeah. We actually, everyone, everyone should be in the, the isolation era. Yeah, the Taylor isolation Swift. era. The suitcase era. <laughs> That's a perfect name for it. That really took me. It took me out. That's so funny. Okay, okay guys. We will see you next week. Bye.